0: beautiful people and I am Marisol Moran. Welcome back to Growing With Sol. Today we're going to be continuing on with the theme of boundaries. In the last couple of episodes we did talk about them, we talked about what they are, why they're important, and the sticking point of maintaining a boundary when we are facing adversity and facing external pressure to not keep that boundary at all. In that first episode, which will be linked in the show notes, I did talk about multiple types of boundaries. So in this episode, we're going to get into these various types that I mentioned previously with some examples so that we can start thinking about each of these examples a bit more concretely as well as what boundaries are and how we can communicate them. In that first episode, I did suggest an action item of thinking about one or two boundaries in each of those categories and if you did that assignment if you thought about it if you journaled it and perhaps struggled that's totally fine this is not an easy thing to do or to begin to practice especially if we struggled with it in the past so don't be hard on yourself whatsoever um if you did struggle with thinking of some that's perfectly fine and hopefully as we go through this podcast this episode and the exercises herein it'll shed some light as to what maybe some boundaries are for you given the examples that I will give in this episode let's so let's go ahead and get into it The types of boundaries that I'm going to be discussing here and in general very much depend on who you're talking to or what you're reading. So people will list a plethora of types of boundaries. Some lists might be a little bit more concise. Like I mentioned in the very first episode, boundaries touch and affect every aspect of our lives. So you could only imagine that once we start to categorize them, how many types of boundaries actually do exist. I'm going to be talking about the list that I mentioned in that very first episode two days ago, which, like I said before, will be linked in the show notes. So what are those boundaries that I listed previously? They are physical slash sexual, emotional, time, and financial. I put physical and sexual together since it does relate to our very physical body most often and also a little bit for the sake of time. But let's go ahead and let's talk about physical slash sexual boundaries. Physical boundaries refer to your space and your body. Similarly, sexual boundaries relate to your right to consent as well as the type of touch and level of intimacy you are okay with. So looking at physical boundaries, this is how you'd like to be touched, hugged, the rest you need, and your preferred level of privacy. That last one is especially talking about your physical space. Like how many of us had parents growing up who would just open the door to your room? I know some people who had parents like that. That is a physical, a very physical and active way of not respecting your boundaries. I'm just going to open up your room. I don't care what's going on in there. It's my house. I get to open the door whenever I want. Similarly, hugged is a huge one. As a Mexicana, growing up, it is very cultural for us to hug and kiss all of our relatives when we say hi and bye it takes like an hour to say hi and an hour to say bye when you were at the family function and you get there and it's also when it's time to leave like we plan it's like okay we want to leave soon so let's start saying bye now <laughs> like you know if, if you if you know let me know <laughs> however how many times as a little kid did you not want to hug and kiss certain members of your family Maybe you just didn't want to. I was very introverted, so I was always very shy and was like, oh, I guess I have to like hug and kiss everyone now. But sometimes, you know, you don't want to do that. And nowadays, I I, I do know certain people who allow their kid to, to just do a hug or the kiss or just say hi and bye from afar if they do not want to. I'm like that with my nephew. I have a very good relationship with my nephew. But if he doesn't want to hug me, I don't take it personally. It's cool. We say hi either way. But how many times as a kid, perhaps, when you were a child or like when I was a kid, you know, we had to. That's the culture. Something we have to do. And that is, perhaps, as a young child, you experienced a boundary not being respected. That is physical boundaries. Some examples of physical boundaries that can even affect us to this day and something to think about. As for sexual boundaries, like I mentioned, it is your right to consent and your right to consent to who, to what to where, and to when. It's extremely important, because this can all vary. And we all have our own preferences, whether that is to say yes to things, or whether it's preference to say no to certain things. But you get to decide what those boundaries are for you, because we're all different, we're all unique, we like what we like, we don't like what we don't like. And we do not need to have a reason as to why we like something, and we don't need to have a reason as to why we don't like something, or as to why we're not interested in doing something, or being with someone. We don't need to have a reason why, just a yes or a no. So think about what those boundaries might be for you. And even with sexual boundaries, we can even think about what's a yes, what's a no, and what's a I would like to explore. Emotional boundaries. This refers to having and expressing your own feelings and thoughts without being invalidated, as well as not taking on the emotions of others. And the responsibility for the mental health of another person. This is a three-part one. So expressing and having, expressing your feelings and thoughts without being invalidated. How many of us have experienced being invalidated? I have. It feels so shitty. But you have a right to your thoughts and feelings being valid. And being in a healthy conversation. Expressing your thoughts and your feelings in a healthy way. And someone acknowledging them in a healthy way as well. We all have that right. Not taking on the emotions of others. How many of us out there identify as empaths? I bet a lot of you do. I know many people in my personal life who do. And what is it that empaths do so easily, maybe even unconsciously, take on the emotions of other people? And I think that there's a clear line that we can do in, oh, I see how that other person is feeling. It's clear to me how they're feeling, but I don't need to take that on. I don't need to take on that emotion and feel that for them. We can have a boundary, we can have a line there. And that's what this is talking about. And that third part of not taking responsibility for the mental health of another person, this is a huge one as well because so often, especially in emotionally abusive relationships, we are placed in a situation where it is now our fault that someone else is going through emotional and mental distress. That someone else's maybe depression is our fault or whatever it may be. Is it true that people might have a contributing factor? Yeah, but there is a clear difference between being supportive of another person and being responsible for that other person. Like you can't force someone to go to therapy. You can't force someone to take their medicine. They have their own autonomy. This is the same thing. Everyone is responsible for themselves. You are not responsible for another person. You can be supportive, but those are two different things. And that is extremely important to remember. Boundaries around time. This refers to how you wish to spend your time. And if you listen to yesterday's episode, this is exactly that story that I told of this client of mine who was constantly giving away of his time, leaving him with no free time, leaving him with no time to really work on his own life, his own goals, his own leisure. It is your right to use your time however you wish. It's your life. And what do we have in life other than time? And what we choose to do with it. So think about how you best wish to spend your time. And it's something that we choose every single day. Think about it. Do you choose to have a morning routine? What are you choosing in your morning routine? What job do you have? Do you like your job? Do you like spending your time there? Maybe it's time to apply to other jobs. Maybe you want to switch fields. Maybe you want to go back to school. How are you spending your time in this way? Who are you spending your time with? Are you choosing to spend it with your friends? Are you choosing to spend it with your family? Or are, you, are the friends that you have really, truly the best people to have around? How are you choosing to spend your time? That's a very big question and something to really think about in the different aspects of our lives. Financial boundaries. This refers to how and when you spend, save, and invest your money. This is one that I don't really hear a lot of people talking about, so I'm really happy to have this platform to dig a little bit more deeply into this boundary, because it does come up quite a bit, and you might not even realize it. So let's say, for example, that you finally took the time, time boundary, you finally took the time to really hash out a budget for yourself. Like, you're going to get good with your money, you got a budget, it is fantastic, and you're so excited to start on really implementing this budget and sticking to it. And then here come your friends, and they're like, hey, let's go to Disneyland this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to go to Disneyland, however, it's really expensive, especially now, and it is outside of your budget. So now what? What do we do when your friends make a suggestion, and i like, and you can go? Or like, it's just outside of your budget. These are some options that we can do in that kind of a situation. We can say, hey, I love that idea. I love Disneyland, I love hanging out with you guys. However, I can't afford that this month. Can we plan a trip to Disneyland maybe next month so I have some time to save up for it? So instead of having a major expense that means you have to rearrange your whole budget for the month, you're able to save up so it doesn't hurt you next month. That's an option. Or let's say your friends invite you out You're going to go out and go to this new restaurant. The restaurant's a little too expensive. We can make a suggestion of, hey, that restaurant sounds great, but here's this other one that's more within my budget that is also the same kind of cuisine. Or there is, you know, we can stay in instead of going out, and we can make that fun. I've seen, like, some TikToks where people have, like, a potluck, and they have, like, themes to it. Where it's like, oh, everybody bring a food related to like a primary color. And like it's just pe- people are having fun out there without having to spend a lot of money. So you can make one of those types of suggestions, some free or low budget options where you still get to spend time with the people you love and not break the bank if that is something that you're looking to, to do. But again, like I said, financial boundaries also refer to how you save and invest your money. So right now, there's a lot of information going on about how to invest money, where to invest your money, what to do. There are influencers pushing different types of, like, cryptocurrencies. And if crypto, for example, is not your thing, you don't need to buy crypto. As much as maybe even someone you know in real life might be pushing it on you. So that's another example that isn't necessarily budget-related, but investment-related. So hopefully, all of these examples... Um, help detail what boundaries are and how to go about figuring out where yours stand and, and what you may be comfortable with, what you may not be comfortable with, and give you a little bit more of an example as to each one of these boundaries, how they exist within your life, and how they might help you in these different types of situations. Remember, your boundaries are there to protect you and to guide you. They can also change. We As individuals are constantly shifting and growing, therefore our boundaries may shift and grow as well. So it's okay if later on you change your mind. As always, if you liked this episode, if you found it valuable, please, please, please share it with the people you love. And of course, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and on TikTok through your coach Mari, my handle. And of course, if you have any questions whatsoever, please send them in to contact plus sign podcast at marisolmoran.com. Of course, all the information will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you tomorrow.